0: And we joined on the line now by our market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning.
1: Hello. So good morning to you, Sekena and to the rest of the listeners as well. Can I just say something? Next time we're not gonna ask for rain, we're just gonna ask for drizzle. Because we ask for rain and then a the whole storm comes across. <laughs>
0: Uh, Clive, Clive, we'll take yes, it. Let's not be ungrateful. Let's just take okay. it. Okay, we'll
1: take it. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Fair it's enough.
0: It, it's we'll better than not having it at all.
1: Wait, hey, my office is leaky, Zagina. That's why I'm
0: so fed up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry about that, but 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 that you can fix. Um, yeah. uh, just looking at what the markets are doing, Asian markets up. Um, they in the positive. Uh, uh, they in positive territory, and that of course are following a positive sentiment on emerging markets altogether.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Mohammed uh, mentioned it slightly a bit earlier on, the fact that the risk is back um, in equity space. So people are starting to buy, buy back some of these companies, specifically in the manufacturing and uh, industrial businesses within the a- Asian markets. That business is starting to pick up again, spread. Uh, better see, obviously, European shares opening a bit higher, Asian stocks. Uh, released after seeing Wall Street uh, rally overnight, so a lot of bullishness coming back at the back of the greenback, excuse excuse the pun there or whatever you want to call it, but the idea behind it is that obviously the strong sentiment has returned back into the market very strongly and so you start seeing these particular um, uh, um, um, Asian markets uh, starting to pick up as well. So MSCI, Asia-Pacific, up by 1.7%, uh, including the Japanese uh, uh, topics as well, which is back in positive territory, up by 0.9%. The South Korea's Cosby um, was up 1.4%. Australian shares also gained 1.4% in this buzz. And the Shanghai stocks also calmed by 1.4%. So positive start, well... Tuesday, so it can't be a positive um, start to the morning of the Tuesday morning, which is quite exciting.
0: And uh, then just looking at some good news, and boy, do we need that. Uh, Germany to reinvest 6 billion rand in the manufacturing plant in Pretoria. BMW there, Clive?
1: Are you, are you, are you,
0: are you feeling this? I thought you were going to say something. Um, what did I say? What is <laughs> uh, uh, Clive, talk about the plant. <laughs> okay, BMW.
1: BMW has invested six billion rand back into South Africa uh, to um, uh, to build the new X3 sports utility vehicle. Which means that as of uh, next year, well, the plant obviously has been doing three series and they've been, uh, obviously distributing that to the, to America and some of the, uh, uh um, um, South American countries. So the changeover is due to what's happened, what's going to happen in 2019 when the current three series reaches its end of its life cycle. So what's going to happen then BMW, South Africa and Roslyn Um, in the plant near Pretoria, it's going to then therefore start investing back into creating these new X3s. Don't you like the X3, Sakina, just to ask? um,
0: (coughs) uh, Moving uh, straight (laughs) along. (laughs) We're moving on.
1: (laughs) But it's exciting news, Sakina. It certainly is. It's an investment, and we always cry about investments, investments, investment. BMW has made a sacrifice, and I think it has to do with the delegation in actual fact uh, that went to Germany. Uh, we know that uh, the president was there to meet Angela Merkel. There were good discussions taking place there. And this is just a sign from Germany to say we are still in the country. This is a different uh, perspective to what we saw after the strike in the motoring industry where they were thinking actually of, of shutting down the plants. So this shows that they are reaffirming their position in South Africa and investing uh, six billion rand uh, in the pr- production of the new car car line. So, which is very exciting. Well,
0: mm. oh, it's great that we can uh, you know touch on a few positives because the sovereign fund uh, they are also searching for opportunity in Africa.
1: Yeah, I was talking to a number of guys who represent uh, some private banks and some consulting and uh, emer- emergence and uh, um, uh, emerging market uh, lines. Uh, investment uh, consultants, and we were, they were telling me that the sovereign funds are looking for opportunity, what they're struggling with specifically, and it's not a South African problem, it's a problem across the African continent that we seem, not to, we seem to struggle to package things properly we seem to struggle to put our business uh, on one side and uh, government, uh, this, is, this means policy obviously to make it easier for them to actually go in and invest the guys are telling me that in countries and, and uh, uh, continents like Europe, there's a lot of countries that have sovereign funds that can invest. Just to explain to the business, uh, the sovereign fund is, is a state-owned investment fund which invests in real estate, uh, financial assets, uh, even stock, In stock, sometimes. Sometimes they go through the exchange of the country to access some of those uh, 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 opportunities. So they're looking for Africa as the next uh, 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 part of their investment. But they're struggling to find partnerships that are strong enough for them to make their investors more comfortable, so that they can invest here. The lesson from us there is that we, as South Africans, have a responsibility therefore to create businesses, to strike partnership with government in helping us to sustain our economy. And if we can do that, these guys are prepared to actually pop out the funds and make it possible, which is very exciting, actually. Now,
0: and then, uh, Clive, I I see, or uh, rather, a little birdie told me that you've been invited by the presidency to, att- uh, to, to, to attend a luncheon um, with President Jacob Zuma yeah. and uh, Netherlands yeah. Prime Minister Mark Ritter um, to review a wide range of bilateral, regional and international issues as well yeah. as opportunities for economic growth in South Africa. So you're excited?
1: What an absolute privilege. What a- I, I don't know what to say. I, I ran out of words. An when I got the call for Pretoria, and, and you know, so Kino, um, I was looking at what the Dutch have done um, in terms of investments on, on Dutch in South Africa itself. We we have more than 27 uh, Dutch companies. And we have some trade relations with them, bilateral agreements already in place. But this is just to fortify that relationship. And it's going to be obviously in line with the National Development Plan to see where it is that South Africa could need help uh, in terms of sustainability. Uh, And the three, three areas, key areas, which is unemployment, poverty, and inequality, where the actual need is to create more investment opportunities so that the country can move forward.